Welcome to the Innovative Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Leslie Horn, Brett Crandall, and Claire Olilla. We're here to make your life easier as a real estate developer and teach you everything we've learned about designing and building innovative homes, multifamily, and mixed-use structures. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, trainings, and Q&A segments so you can learn from our years of experience and make your innovative vision a reality. Welcome back to another episode on innovative real estate. You've got me, Claire, our director of sales and marketing here at Three Squared. And we've also got Leslie Horn from Three Squared. And Breck Crandall, director of design. Nice job, guys. <laughs> we're uh, we're in a good mood because Leslie just wrapped up a Hawaiian vacay for her birthday. That's Ooh. right. Woo woo. Aloha. Happy birthday <sighs> to the boss. That's right. It was great. That was great. And it's also been a minute since we've actually recorded, all sat down together and recorded one because we used our webinar recording for the last episode. So if you missed that, definitely go back an episode and check out our recording from the exclusive webinar that we recorded all around how to shave months off your construction timeline using cargo architecture. And on today's episode, we're going to get into some story time from Mr. Brett Crandall here on the pod, who has been deep in the throes of building his own house. If you've been following along with our episodes, then you might have caught little tidbits here and there from how that's been going for him, some of the challenges that have come up and how he's been working through those and learning a lot along the way too, with a new innovative construction type nonetheless. So stay tuned. And this is going to be part one in a series. We're going to continue to offer updates on this on how this is going as the prototype model for this new construction type. And uh, you'll be the first to know as all these updates come through. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from Breck on our project highlight of the week. What we got, Breck? Project highlight. The cupboards are never empty at Three Squared. So this week's project highlight update is called Luxury Space, coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so this is a fun one to work on. Uh, it should be called Luxury Spaces, actually, because it was a combo of designing a full-size house and an accessory dwelling unit on the same lot at the same time. So they mimic each other. They kind of play with one another nicely. And the way that the site is laid out kind of acknowledges um, all parts of the puzzle. And uh, the main house is a 2,700 square foot home, uh, four bedroom, two and a half baths. Uh, with a stick-framed garage, so a traditional garage that's uh, kind of nested into an L-shaped house, so it all reads as like one massing. And then the accessory dwelling unit is an 800-square-foot, two-bed, one-full-bath uh, layout. So that's the luxury spaces coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. We're excited about that one. Woo-woo! Thanks, Breck. <laughs> Always some good ones. And uh, we've got a bunch of episodes too that I want to link you guys back to. If you haven't listened to what you need to know about developing ADUs, that would be a really relevant one if you're interested in this luxury space project or doing something similar. We've got uh, another really good one that we did recently that has been very popular, which is building your legacy as a new developer. And that one really highlights a lot of these short-term rental projects that we've been working on, which... Uh, the container aspect, integrating shipping containers into designs tends to 
draw a lot of attention online uh, around those short-term rental projects and can be really fun to build a brand. So those are two episodes that I'd point you back to. I believe those are episodes number 22 is the short-term rental one. And then episode 25 would be the ADU episode. So we'll have Carly, our wonderful marketing manager, link those in the, the description below. Who she is in the middle of a move to South Africa right now. So shout out Carly <laughs> when you're listening to this. <laughs> Safe travels, girl. And uh we will get into the episode today, which is all about the latest innovation that we've been working on steadily behind the scenes here at Three Squared. And Breck in particular has been working on this for years now and is going to really share with you a lot of the background and where this started, what the intentions are for this construction type. And although we did speak about this very early on in the podcast, I believe it was episode two or three or four uh, with Scott Shaw. Today we're gonna we're going to attempt to break it down in some more layman's terms because it can get complex pretty quickly. And uh, personally, I don't feel like I fully even understand how this works. So Breck, I'm excited to hear more from you, and I'm really excited for our listeners hear the story of how this came to be and where you're at now with building your house. And also, Leslie, to hear from you about how this integrates with 3 Squared through our core values and where we're headed as a company so that people can understand what's coming. Beautiful. Thank you, Claire. Yeah. And and I am excited, Breck, for you to break this down into a layperson's like, you know, headspace because it takes i mean it it's it's really unique how how this has all been formulated and um i'm going to just let you take it away my friend yeah story time we're going to go back to the beginning and it's it's easier to understand what we're talking about if you understand where it started and where it came from and breck can we just take one moment before getting into story time can you just introduce what this product is actually called and what it is <laughs> absolutely so it's called home h o u m so it's the phonetic spelling of home and uh the idea is to build houses single family residential particularly more cost effective and efficiently, when I say efficiently, I'm talking about use of material, amount of waste of products, and to keep them beautiful. Because oftentimes we associate cheaper housing with just like ugly or bad design, which does not have to be the case. And in order to realize this, we are simultaneously thinking about the materials that we use and the methodologies that we build with, as well as how we design from the basis, like just a clean start, how we think about how we lay out and design homes and then how we build them. So it's like a two-fronted assault on how we approach this conversation, which we'll get into. So back to the beginning. I was in college at Lawrence Technological University starting in 2009, uh, going for my architecture degree. I always knew I wanted to be an architect, so that was an easy one. So dove right into college. By the time I was in grad school, circa 2014, 2015, um, 
I had resolved that the reason I got into architecture was actually around housing. It was, it was about affordable housing. It was about finding a way to solve the housing crisis or at least, you know, chip away at it. Um, by trying to design in a different way or think about buildings in a different way that we could build more houses cheaper, faster, more efficiently. Right. So that's what I started studying. I started focusing every class that I took on housing. And when I got to the point where it was time to do um, the equivalent of what our thesis was at, at Lawrence Tech, I focused specifically on housing. And so all the professors that I worked with, uh, every class that I took, every project I worked on was was targeting how we worked with housing. This actually uh, came to a point where we partnered with Habitat for Humanity of Oakland County because they were working on a series of houses and uh, we, we made some friends and kind of got our foot in the door and worked with Habitat to actually design a house that, that actually got built. Um, which is really fascinating. What we found out through that process was, uh, is that the tried and true uh, old fashioned ways of building, you know, sticks and bricks, as we you know commonly know them as, uh, is really hard to initiate change. So ultimately, all of our really clever ideas and the way that we were planning to build this house didn't get implemented fully because more or less Habitat for Humanity got cold feet and they they didn't want to do too big of a change because they use a lot of like volunteer labor and stuff like that. So essentially what we were proposing is instead of using sticks, we were going to use robots, machines to cut out panels of plywood that would fit together and make a house. And so we ended up building a portion of the house and then all of like the closets and you know, some cabinetry and stuff like that throughout the house. We did build by cutting out plywood panels on CNC machines. So that's a computer numeric control. It's basically uh, a machine that is on a flatbed and they attach a router. So a cutting device to it and the computer tells it where to cut. And so if you think of the same way a 3D printer works, the same way a laser cutter works, the same way water jets work, it's you plug in the coordinates of a machine and it tells it how to cut it out. So we were taking flat pieces of plywood, you know, four by eight sheets of plywood off the shelf at Home Depot. And we were telling this machine to cut out these parts so that they would fit together. And so we used that for a lot of this house that we built with Habitat for Humanity, uh, but we didn't use it to build the entire house. So fast forward, I'm finishing my grad school. I've done all my projects. My thesis has been approved. Uh, we've gotten all through that. And some of my professors basically took me aside and said, these ideas are too good. We can't let them go. Do you want to start a business? I was like, me? Y'all want to start a business with me? Uh, that sounds crazy. Um, but we did it anyways. And that was the beginning of what is known as HOME. Again, H-O-U-M. And uh, the idea was, in all the classes that we took, how can we not only think about how we build, but how we design buildings? So we took... The whole concept of a house, we we worked with real estate agents, we worked with appraisers, we worked with banks, we worked with builders, contractors, everyone in between. And we like understood what it takes to make a home and what adds value to it and what takes away value to it. And we ultimately landed on is that if you consolidate everything that makes a house a home, you can actually build a lot cheaper than putting it all over the house. So let me let me clarify exactly what I'm just saying. A 
cost of a house isn't fair to think about in terms of cost per square foot because not all areas of a house cost the same amount. Your kitchens and bathrooms cost significantly more because you've got plumbing, you've got airflow, you've got specialty finishes for dealing with water that makes those spaces way more expensive than, say, a garage where you, you just don't have anything. You have a couple of wires. So we separated smart space and dumb space. And then in the next stage of the design, we started killing walls. So we started eliminating separations of space that weren't necessary. And what we ended with is we could consolidate everything that we need to make a house into a core. So we started calling it our core. We laugh because it's a C-O-U-R, right? Another phonetic. <laughs> so the core of the house now houses a bathroom on the first floor, a kitchen on the first floor, a bathroom upstairs, your mechanical space. So all of your heating and cooling, all your uh, plumbing for your water heater, for all your guts of the building, your electrical panel, and your stairs. Stairs are really important as a part of this. So we took that and we took the idea of building an entire house with a radical method and we consolidated it to, what if we just made a prefabricated element that makes any space a home, essentially? And so that's how we thought about design. The rest of the space, you could subdivide however you want. You could make bedrooms easily by just putting up some walls. But if you have a core, you could turn any space into a house. So that's where the idea really came from. Then we have a shell. The shell is what you know finishes the building. And the shell, it doesn't matter what it's made out of. It doesn't matter if it's shipping containers or if it's a prefabricated metal structure or if we're using SIP panels or if we're using ICFs, it doesn't matter. 3D printed, it could be anything in the world because the shell is just an enclosure. You just gotta put doors and windows in it. Other than that, if we plug a core into that shell, now we're onto something. So from there, we started thinking about, uh, okay, how do we roll this out in a way that we don't start from scratch every time we use this? So what if we use the same core but we started thinking about how do we efficiently know what's going to fit on a site and how to lay out a house. Then we started bringing in the really, really smart people. So since day one, home has been a collaboration between um, people who are still in college and professionals out in the working world so that we could uh, collectively put that knowledge together. And some of these kids are just, they're just robotic humans like they just their brains are just so smart like every time we meet with home like i'm just the dumbest person in the room which is just so humbling and so then we started getting into the second half of this conversation so the first half is about how do we design homes the second half was how do we build them and so the building component actually became coding algorithms crazy right i know it's it's a, it's a lot to take in but what we did is we started programming if you give us the size of a lot and you tell us how many bedrooms and bathrooms you need, we can essentially start to plan out a house because the core is going to be the same. It's just going to shift locations in the building in order to accommodate the site. And so we started using algorithms to program things such as where does the sun come into the building? So where does the arc of the sun land? Because it's going to be different on two different sites. One site's going to be east-west. Another site's going to be north-south. So those two buildings, even if we tried to build an identical home, which like spec houses, like Pulte homes, stuff like that, they're going to build the exact same house on both those lots. It's not going to make a difference. What home wanted to do is say, how can we take the information that we plug in and build something that's better and more efficient ultimately than what just a standard spec home would do? 
And the algorithm started uh, developing some really fascinating information. We looked at views. So if there's something really beautiful to look on, if you've got like a lakefront property, we're going to flag that as a view. If we have privacy issues, so if you're like right up against a neighbor's house, we flagged that as like a privacy issue. Then we plugged in the sun algorithm and what it spit out was a house with optimized windows for privacy and security, for solar gain and for views. And it told us where the windows should be on this on this house. And then we started looking into, okay, if there's a big slope on the site, there's cut and fill. That's a, a terminology that a lot of people are, are pretty familiar with. Like how much dirt do I need to dig out and how much dirt do I need to add in order to build on the site? So if we have like a challenging condition, can we build an algorithm that tells us the optimal location of a building on that site so that we have to dig less and add less? So it started planning doors and windows for us. It started planning location on the site for us. And then it started to develop the shape of the building. So fast forward from where we started, where we have a core, we have a module that makes any space a house. And then we plug it into an algorithm on an actual site. And what it did is it spit out a house unique for its location, for the way it was going to be situated on a site within its context, considering everything around it and the way that we're going to build it. Now, like, you want to build it out of sticks? Great. You want to build it out of steel? Great. However you want to build it, that doesn't matter to us. It has planned out how this house is going to look, how it's going to act, and where it's going to go in the most efficient manner humanly possible. So I'm going to hit pause here because this is this is a really interesting yeah. conversation. Well, it is so interesting. And and Breck, I mean, the, the story of in and of itself, you know, and just I just want to acknowledge the resistance that this industry has to changing anything about it. It's just, it's mind boggling. You know, the first time you mentioned the, the phrase that, you know, we've been building the same way for hundreds of thousands of years with literally sticks and stones. I mean, I, I'll never forget Not hundreds of thousands, said that. but hundreds. Well, well, you get my point, but yeah. it's, you know, but even in caveman days, right? I mean, like they're taking a stone and they're hitting a stick and they're put, I mean, like this is how it has been done. And we haven't really changed. We've modified our tools is what we've done. And we've modified our materials. And there's such a resistance to change. And I, I kind of get it, but boy, I really don't get it. Um, <laughs> it's, um, and so uh, I applaud you and, and Scott, first and foremost for, and this is why I think we're just we 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 were so attracted to each other in our in our business acumen and in our in our missions and our visions and our purpose. I really, you know, we've got to really change the way we think about construction. I, and I say this, I've said it all the time. We send people to the moon and we can bring them back, but we can't build a house to last the length of its mortgage that's beautiful and that people would love to live in. And, you know, and let's not even worry about, you know, hearing your neighbors next door. I mean, like these all should be given. This should all be something that just comes automatic, but we haven't, and we haven't shifted the mindset, even a company and organization like Habitat for Humanity, which is incredible work. They in and of themselves I mean, they have a they have a process that works, and they don't want to shake it up. And I get that; I respect that. But we have to start shaking things up. <laughs> we really do. 
we because of this housing crisis and i'll just let me just pipe in really quick because three squared is a company Everybody asks, how come you guys aren't named like, you know, three squared containers, things of that sort. And it's because from the very beginning, the very beginning, we chose a niche to work in, which was containers. It made sense. And boy, have we made a good name in cargo architecture, but it's not always appropriate for shipping containers to be involved with projects. And we're the first ones to tell people um, because, you know, as we know, in residential, it doesn't always save money. Most of the time, it doesn't. It saves time. But at the end of the day, you're still paying for everything else. But you and, and Scott have come up with such um, something that's, that is, it's a step ahead. It, it meets every core value of three squared in our innovation and in the way this team thinks. Um, it really, uh, and I'm going to stop talking because I can just go on for a decade on, about all of this. But I, I like I like the conversation and where this is going because home, I think, is really one of the. I, I think it's going to be one of. I, I, it already is. We just have to fine tune it. But as you're building your home, and I have you even brought that up yet on this call? Not yet. <laughs> We're getting. <laughs> <on the story. laughs> oh my gosh! As as so now it is the proof of concept. So I just know that that this so aligns with three squared and not just where we've come from in being brave and, you know, kicking the systems, right. You know, like, you know, we, we just, you know, we've done things just so differently than any other firm. And I'm proud of that. Super proud of that. And we will continue to do so as long as it meets our core values. Claire, I think this would be a good time for you to even pipe in about, when we presented home to you as the director of marketing and sales, I'm sure your head was kind of spinning and, and such. I'd like to hear your point of view on this real quick. Yeah, for sure. I mean, going back to what you just shared about we're the first to admit when shipping containers don't make sense for a project. And sometimes they work great. And other times, you know, if uh, you've got certain priorities, we'll let you know if it would make more sense to use traditional framing. So to have all these different options at our disposal so that we can be good stewards of our clients and present to them what our suggestions are in order to um in order to prioritize what they're looking for, then that's the best thing from our perspective. So to have one more tool in our tool belt or a kit at our disposal to use based off what our clients are looking for, if it makes sense for the project, then of course we want to, of course we want to be able to offer that. So I am super excited as we follow along Breck's build process to have this proof of concept and Lord knows we're going to learn a lot from it. Like we did on our model <laughs> center <laughs> with using shipping containers and design. It's why you want the first one to be your own. Cause you learn a lot and you pay your tuition so, Breck, are there any kind of like final takeaways or lessons that you've learned so far up until this point that would be relevant to share with the audience or any other comments you want to make about just where you're at building the proof of concept for home? Yeah, I really love Leslie's, you know, commentary that uh, and reinforcement that this is a hard industry to initiate change, which is exactly why what home did and is doing is we're not trying to change everything. 
We're trying to change the way we think about how we use all the tools that we already have at our disposal. We're not starting from scratch. We're just using the tools that we have at our disposal to make it in a more efficient way. So when we when we make this to just consolidate exactly what home is, is that home is a home is a design process that allows us to create things that are affordable, efficient, and beautiful, but utilizing digital tools. And the benefit of those digital tools is that it allows us to make leaps and bounds with this process while considering like its environmental impact. Like when you have a digital model of a building, you can calculate how much material you're going to need, how much waste you're going to have. And you can limit the amount of waste because that's the number one source of trash on the planet Earth is construction waste. And so we're trying to be conscious of that, of our heating and cooling costs because of where the windows are placed and how much sun that they're getting. Like the algorithms are building this in so that when we start from scratch, it spits out an optimized version. Now, of course, an architect's going to jump in and we're going to adjust things because like maybe that optimized window kind of looks funny. So we're going to like make it so it looks a little bit better. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. But we're using the machine learning that we have at our disposal and industrial manufacturing tools like a CNC machine, like a giant router, in order to make beautiful homes more efficient for people. And so... We had this idea. We've been working on this for years and years and years. We had built up all these plans. We worked on a couple of uh, competitions, some conceptual designs. We did some speaking events. It was all great. But it took me about a half hour, more or less, to even describe to you what it is. And you're still probably scratching your head because you want to see pictures, right? So we resolved, if we want to talk about this more pointedly, we just got to build one. We just got to build it. We just got to show people. And so uh, I stepped up and said... Guys, I'm going to build the prototype. I'm going to build it. It'll be my house. I'm going to do it in Detroit. Uh, and that was a year and a half ago that I said that. <laughs> and, and it's been a long journey. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't the process of designing the house uh, because we actually used the algorithms. We we took we took my lot. It is a 30 foot wide lot. It's 100 feet deep in the city of Detroit. And the algorithm spit out a house. And we had a starting point. And we took that to the city and we had conversations that had some comments. We adjusted things based on that and we got through the approval process. Um, the hurdles for me have been all with working in the city of Detroit and trying to build a house in 2022. It's, you know, it's been a wild ride. That's for episode two. We're going to get into the details on that. But um, yeah, that's the long and short of it. Just to describe where we came from and where we're going. We're really, really excited to put this into motion and have this as a product. So while we're working on the house, we're simultaneously working on all the coding and all the background work that needs to go forward. So by the time we really get this moving and we have the model home to showcase, we will be able to take on new clients and pay all these lessons forward, which actually happened accidentally uh, we actually have our second home client already in collaboration with Three Squared Inc. Uh, so we uh, we have already started the second iteration, and I'm really excited to announce that both of them are are very similar homes, but the window and doors played out differently because of the views and the security and safety and light and everything in there. The location on the building is different. But we're using two different envelope methods. So in one building, we're using a metal building envelope, you know, a pre-engineered steel structure. On the other house, we're piloting SIPs, structurally insulated panels. And so we're actually going to be able to see how these two homes that are using an identical core can really play out to two totally different end game results. And so we're really, really excited to uh, to see both of these homes through uh, within the next 
you know, uh, during, during this building phase. So we're very, very excited. Leslie, I'm going to turn it back to you. Yeah. Cause I'm just, I'm laughing because um, you said a year and a half ago and we always have clients calling in and they're like, I want to um, be in my house in the next like six months. And we just, we just laugh be, um, and it's not laughing at them. It's well, because we, of the, <laughs> we're a bit we nicer do, uh, than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. Internal laugh. Internal. We giggle because of course, you, and, and I was one of those people. I swear to God, I was the same person. I'm like, Hey, um, when we, when we were building the model center, I'm like, Hey, can we get this in the ground in like the next six months? And I, I'll never forget the architect never said no. But he never said yes. <laughs> he just said, we're going to do our best. And um, and that's what we can ask for. And and so I giggle at that. But I'm excited about this, Breck, on so many levels because I do I do see, I mean, it's it's like you just said, it's marrying technology and and all this, um, you know, what the tools that we have, and not just construction tools. We've got smart tools out there with the algorithms and with with Mother Nature and how how things, you know, we go back to some of the older architects, Frank Lloyd Wright and, you know, passive, passive, um, oh, what's that word? Energy and making sure that, hey, man, let's let the, let's let mother nature heat our house in the appropriate ways. And, and let's kind of really reduce our, our, you know, energy costs. The part that I really love about this, this, this collaboration and this partnership is that we're still utilizing innovation to stay a step ahead and we're thinking differently. And I do see this as a great tool for developers, you know, to, to, you know, you go into these, you know, planned unit, these big developments, right. And everything is cookie cutter. And what I see is this going into, you know, I, I, I can visualize, you know, 300 homes, and they're all same core, but they're all unique because they're all on a different lot positioned in a different way of the, where the sun is hitting. I, I know it sounds really far-fetched, but honest to goodness, this is really, I think, a, a powerful tool of, of innovation. And it's also, I mean, it's we talk a lot about how we are bridging the gap with modular housing. And with, you know, with containers and where we, where we modify the containers offsite, this slightly different, but similar concept where we're pre-digitally fabricating literally the core of this home. And, you know, Breck, you and I, or Claire, you and I, I mean, I'm, we, we can, we can actually put together the core, set the foundation. We can actually physically do that. And then the exterior of the house goes up. I mean, it's just, it's so darn exciting. And I can actually visualize it in the future of being, a, a, being, a, being modularized. Um, right now, we are going to meet the community and the construction community where they're at. Um, you know, we're, we're not quite ready for full-on modular at an affordable rate. So if we can continue to bridge that gap of mm. hybrid approaches of modularity and traditional and kind of meet meet the old school where where they're at, right? Best like of both worlds. The best of both worlds, and we're we're able to we do it with home. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So I, you know, I think we've. I, I know we're onto it. I know we got this. We just have to now articulate it. And you said it. Proof is going to be in the pudding, Breck. 
And I know that um, you've had you you've had just and the experience you've had with building your own home is not anything unique or new to the technology we're using. It's the challenges and why it's now a year and a half has everything to do with the land bank property and you know and bank and, and, and the, right oh, and exactly that design, that design was that design was done <laughs> before <laughs> exactly so i i don't know i i'm so super excited about this and you know and and how how it's you know looking at how we launch it and just really excited i think you know we're we're again shifting the way construction is done and again i couldn't be more proud um of of this firm um, as I am today. Hmm. I, and Leslie, I'm really glad that you even brought up like the the conversation around developers, you know, utilizing the tools that we're setting up right now. Because if you ask me where where home and three squares, you know, partnership is in a couple of years, well, number one, if you gave me an infill development of like I oh. need 30 houses, it's gonna spit out 30 unique homes. That can all be, we'll be able to understand the timeline, the budget, the amount of materials and the impact of all 30 of those homes. Or on the other side, if you're a single family resident and you're looking to build a new house, if you plug in your address, you'll be able to see the design of that house on your cell phone. And you could click like, show me the numbers, put me with an architect. Like ultimately you could essentially buy a house from your phone which is something yeah. that's very, very exciting. So all in all, to wrap things up, um, just if you, if, you had to, if you had to pin me down and say, what is home? Home is working with the precision of digital tools mixed with the efficiency of industrial manufacturing to create beautiful and affordable homes. Ah, holy, drop the mic on that. And this episode was a success because I finally understand how this works. (laughs) 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 So if I can understand it, then hopefully all our listeners can understand it too. If you need to go back and review anything, if you missed anything, we'll have all the, the show notes linked below in the description. Thank you so much for tuning in. I highly, highly recommend following our Instagram if you are not already, because that's where a lot of this will be rolled out. And you'll be one of the first to know when we do a a grand reveal of this product and how we're integrating it in with 3Squared as a partnership. And uh, we'll also link Home's website below so you can get an eye on some visuals and just you know see a bit what it's all about. And then, of course, we're going to have our contact form linked below. So just reach out to us. We love to hear from you. We've got hundreds of you listening to these episodes every week. So thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're really excited about where the direction of all this is going. And to be able to work with you to bring your visions to life is really special to us. And we're really grateful for, for that. So have a wonderful day. If you've got questions, let us know. If there's topics you want to hear on the podcast, just send us a message or an email, let us know. We're happy to cover it and fill out that contact form. Tell us a bit about your project and we'll connect you with the right member of our team to get you started on the right foot. (laughs) Yes, our growing team, our wonderful team. All right, y'all. Until next time. All right. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you found it so valuable, you want to connect with us one-on-one, click the link in the description to tell us all about your project so we can help you get started. 
and to get notified on the next episode here on Innovative Real Estate, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss a beat. Get out there, put today's advice into action, and we will see you in the next episode.